Part 11, page 173. Aleph, the first letter of the Arabic alphabet, had soared from the realm of spirituality. The ones who understood the meaning of that letter realized everything. The ones who didn't understand it could not understand anything. The passengers of the path of the truth shiver like the branches of a willow to be able to understand Aleph. Though many things had been said for these passengers, many explanations have been made between the truth and the community about the various curtains that have seven bright sides and seven dark sides. But none of them could bring the path to reality. Actually, all the curtains are only one curtain. There is no other curtain, and that curtain is existence. People said to Rumi, Jalaluddin Rumi has relinquished from this world. But Shams of Tabriz did not. Rumi replied to them, You don't love Shams of Tabriz. If you did, he wouldn't seem so ugly and unpleasant to you. Tolerance blinds the eyes from seeing the faults. Furious looks clearly see every evil. Someone who loves something becomes blind and deaf to it. That means the faults of the beloved can't be seen and heard. The one who loses his love starts to see the faults right away. Don't you see that a mother who loves her baby tolerates her child? and if he makes the bed dirty, she is not disgusted. In Quran, it is commanded as, Loan God a goodly loan. Surah Al-Muzammil, verse 20. What need does God have, so that you shall loan him? Again, God had commanded to Moses that, O Moses, I am hungry. Are you not going to feed me? If I come to your door, how do you welcome me? Moses said, O oh my great God, you are excluded from such things. God repeated, O oh Moses, if I come to your door. Moses was thinking, How can it be? God was asking him, What if I come? Finally, God said, I am very hungry. Stop arguing. Go and prepare meals for me and I will come tomorrow. The meals were ready in the morning, but only water was missing. At that moment, a dervish appeared. He said, Give me some bread for the sake of God. Moses said, Welcome. He gave him two pitchers and asked him to fetch water. The dervish said, Yes, sir, and fetched some water. Moses gave him some bread. The dervish thanked him and left with respect. The time had passed. The guest had not come. Moses handed out the food to his neighbors. Inside, he was thinking, What is the wisdom in this? So, the wisdom was to give a big feast to this community for the sake of God, or as I said, it was being a real servant in the inside. It is understood from the words of wise men, like Bayezid and others, that there is a deeper meaning in their words.
Let's say you felt apathy in your heart while listening to us. That is a curtain for you to understand the truth. The words of the wise men, who are from the realm of souls, make a print on the soul. How can someone full of desires and pleasures understand? I don't want to speak about the pleasure of lust. I have interpreted the subject before. I have said that the real pleasure terminates the desires and the lust. Love is such a thing that, at the moment it moves, even if a hundred beautiful women stand against you, they seem lifeless like an adobe brick to you. Whenever you hear a word of wisdom or start to contemplate, that love takes action. Where is the pleasure? Where is the glow of God's light? The work of those servants of God improved by discourse. A scent that a real friend gives is more valuable than a hundred thousand dinars that a stranger gives. Whoever accepts this help from that friend, he gets connected to him. Because a friend's help opens that closed door. Do not give consent to these beautiful images, nice words, actions, and behaviors of the master. Because there is something hidden behind them, ask for it. He has two sayings. He says the first one with hypocrisy and the other one directly. The hearts and souls of all the saints long for the words that are said with hypocrisy. Rumi was longing to find Shams of Tebris and have a discourse with him. Even the souls of the prophets long for those uniting words. They say, we wish we had lived in his time, listened to his discourse and heard his words. Now, don't miss this opportunity and don't give him an evil eye. Look at him with such an eye that the souls of the prophets also look at him with the same eye and they send him chance of yearning. One day, Harun al-Rashid said, Bring me that Layla, let me see her. Majnun had many troubles because of his love for her. The lovers have followed their love epic from east to west. They had brought Layla with many tricks and difficulties and put her in a room in the palace of the caliph. The caliph lit the candles and looked at her carefully. He found her ugly and bowed his head in front of her for a while. He thought to himself, let me make her speak. Maybe the beauty of her face starts to appear when she speaks. Harun looked at Layla and asked with excitement, Are you Layla? She said, Yes, I am Layla. But you are not Majnoon. Those eyes that Majnoon have are not on your face. How can you see Layla with those eyes that you see others, unless you wash them clearly with tears? Look at me with Majnoon's eyes. The beloved should be seen with loving eyes. It is commanded that God loves them, but the missing part here is that they have not seen God with loving eyes. 
they see God from the perspective of knowledge, wisdom, and philosophy. But looking from the perspective of love is something else. Someone came and said, tell me a secret. I replied, I can't tell you a secret. I tell the secret to such a man that I do not see him in himself, but myself in himself. Then I will have told my secret to myself, but I don't see myself in you. I see others. Someone who comes to you is within one of the three possibilities. He is either his student or has come to be a friend or to show his own greatness. Which one of those visitors are you? Some people step back to jump further so that they can jump to the other side of the water. It is good if they step back to go further. If there's another intention in stepping back, it ends with poverty. There is no doubt that the river will be passed. Otherwise, the bandits will capture you. On the other side of the river, they can't attack you. You become powerful on the other side. You get help and ease. Today, if you step back to jump to the other side, you tire easily. However, you should jump so that your both feet shall step on the other side. If one of your feet touches the water and the water runs fast, your other foot slips and you fall into the water. The mule asked the camel, Why am I walking in front of the convoy and you are walking in the back? The camel said, When I come to the ramp, I can't look further and see the end, because I have a great head and bright eyes. With one look, I can see the end of the ramp and my food. Here, the camel refers to the master. Because he is mature, everyone who reaches him before it is too late acquires his manners. There is no doubt that, whoever you are with, you acquire his manners. Whatever direction you look at, he suggests your maturity. If you look at the green and the rose, you get a sensation of delicacy because your companions pull you to their own realms. That is why reading Quran gives pleasure to the heart. You mention the prophets, you learn their circumstances, their images unite with your soul, and they become your companions. I have gained such a warm knowledge from that great and eternal ore, and united with him so much that I have become full of his fire. Softness and kindness appeared in me. Hazrat Ibrahim said that, The lesson is apparent. What is the need for an exam? He said, No, no, only work needs an exam. Ibrahim said, In the name of God. The fruit of mercy defeats distress. Hence, mercy extinguishes distress. This is what the fruit of mercy is like. Yes, testing the friends is essential. Ibrahim is a friend. They say, What do you do to an enemy 
if you do this to a friend. He threw the friend to the fire. He tested him to see what will happen. Only the one who throws him knows his state. Now I will speak about the lifeless beings. The wise men don't confirm this. How can I tell you what I saw? Hazrat Ali said, When a person is speaking, I understand who it is at that moment. If he doesn't speak, I understand him in three days. Just as long as there is speech in his state, instead of keeping silent. The barrier that prevents people from coming to this discourse is the lack of disposition. Disposition and ability need disclaimer, so that they shall benefit from this visit. Rumi is the moon. The eyes cannot see the sun of my existence. They can only see the moon. The eyes can't look at the sun due to the brightness of its light. That moon can't reach the sun, but the sun can reach the moon. Just as God commands in Quran, vision perceives him not, but he perceives vision. Surah Al-An'am, verse 103 Let's say the mind commands something. The ego requests the opposite. If the master says, bring some pickles, but the servant says, bring dessert, dessert is better. This is not appropriate. It is essential that the servant brings what his master asked for. Because in reality, the request of the master is pickles. Another example is that the master says, I am going somewhere. The servant says, May God be your companion. I am not coming. When the master asks why, the servant says, I will come when you get back. I have an excuse now. This is not proper also. This misunderstanding causes a learning confliction. However, cooperation and consensus are necessary on this path. Mishaps do not work. Inside my heart, I love many masters. I have affection towards them, but I don't reveal that. There is such a fondness that never gets cool. My love for Rumi had always deepened, and it has never diminished. I can't tell all the truths. When I started to tell the truth, they deported me. If I was to show all the truths, they would have expelled me from the cities with one move. Less shows more. It means the words should be less, but the meaning should be more. Let's say there is a sack of sugar there, and they have brought a small sample of it. This small sample is proof of that sack of sugar. It is enough to describe it all. If a man shows a little righteousness, it is proof that he is a right man. Again, a little hypocrisy and unreliability shows a man's untrustworthiness. This has been a custom all along. You say a true word, you want to interpret it, and they laugh at you. Many times, they take pleasure in this. The speech is like 
but if you say it without interpreting what you have said, no one loves it or gets affected unless it is spoken by distinguished people created by God to tell the truth. There is no need to ask them anything in this state. How can people ask them? Even the one who says these words is struck with consternation. He gets astonished and says to himself, What am I saying? Who am I talking to? He muses to himself, Why don't they understand? Almighty God commands that. Indeed, God will not change the condition of a person until they change what is in themselves. Surah Ar-Rad Verse 11. Don't complain about others, but complain about your ego. Again, God commands to his prophet, Indeed, you do not guide whom you like, but God guides whom he wills. And he is most knowing of the guided. Surah Al-Qasas, verse 56. I said, Tell me the meaning of God's saying. I did not fit in the universe, in the sky, but in the heart of the believer. He said, This has the same meaning of the verse saying, Indeed, we offered the trust to the heavens and the earth and the mountains, and they declined to bear it and feared it. But man undertook to bear it. Indeed, he was unjust and ignorant. Surah Al-Azab Verse 72 So, this is the knowledge of God. This is not a path of determination. This is a path of heartbreak, sorrow and despair. This is a path of riding jealousy and hostility. If a secret is revealed to you, it is necessary that you thank for it. Thank God. Don't be desperate. Your face has turned to pure moon and clean light. You have reached the truth, peace and comfort. The dark and blurry days have passed. The auspicious of the man is the one who is beneficial to the public. How can a man who does not know what goodness is do a good deed? How can the ones that don't know what a year is or what a life is wish each other a long life? A coin that a man of heart gets is more valuable than a thousand coins that a man of ego gets. I can't explain this to you because your ego is alive, it rebels. If I tell you this, you say a thousand words back and a separation starts between us. The thoughts of the saints are prevalent among the community. Their words circulate among the mosques and fellowships. And there are hidden servants of God who are more mature people than the famous saints. Sometimes there are more famous men among the community. Because the public understands their speeches, Rumi thinks that it is me. But I don't believe so. I am not the preferred and the beloved one but I am a seeker. The aim of the seeker is to be one of the sought. According to me, the searched one is God, but the story of the searched one 
has never become famous in any book. These do not exist in what the fellowships and the sects talk about. These words are all to describe the path. Possession is a lot of people's kubla. The passengers have sacrificed it. For the ones who worship the world, one cent is more valuable than their sweet souls. You think that they don't have souls. If they had, their possession would not be more valuable in their sight. I swear to God that a cent is the Qibla for the ones who worship this world. The story of Ibrahim's trouble was because of the angel's effort, not because of jealousy or denial. If it was so, it would be the devil. They were possibly astonished and said, We are of light ore. How come someone of matter can go further than us in loving God? They said, But this is astonishing. Test him with his property. God said, I know what you don't know. Some couldn't understand yet. They said, Testing with property is easy. He shall be tested with his sons too. The world is a dungeon for the believer. If they say to someone, If you get out of this dungeon, you will be a friend to a sultan. You will sit next to him and sit on the throne with him. He would jump down your throat and say, I will get freed from this dungeon. There is no doubt that it is necessary to clean inside. Even one particle of dirt in our inner realm is a hundred thousand times worse and wretched than the dirt outside. Which water cleans that dirt? Only a few drops of tears, but not every tear. Maybe a pure and a clean tear coming from the real eye that has seen the truths cleans it. From then on, smells of trust and salvation reach that person. He wakes up from his sleep, he has a different type of sleep and a different type of leisure. But a tear without supplication, a prayer without supplication, cannot go further than a graveside. It comes back with the ones coming back from the graveside. A prayer performed with supplication goes into the grave with the one who performs it, and it stands with its owner on the day of judgment. So, when the Quran is recited, they listen to it and pay attention that you may receive mercy. Surah Al-Araf, verse 204 Let's say someone started to speak and he wants to make a clever remark. There shouldn't be any objection. The words shall be spoken. When it is finished, you may then speak about it after understanding what its meaning is. If you have a hesitation in your heart, you may explain it. But it is not proper to comment by half-understanding it. This is wrong. This community likes speaking with faction and hypocrisy. They get bored of true words. If I say to someone, you are the only great man of our era, a unique honorable man, there is no doubt that he would like that 
and would catch my hands to make compliments. I have missed you very much. I have many defects. However, last year I have spoken to him directly and he had turned against me. This is not surprising. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, commanded, There is no prayer without recitation and there is no prayer without the presence of the heart. A clan of people thought that prayer is not necessary for the ones who are pleased in their inner hearts. They said, when the goal has been reached, it is unnecessary to search for a reason to attain it. Let's assume that it is true as they presume, and that God has shown himself amongst them, and they attained sainthood and peace in the heart. Nevertheless, quitting prayer apparently is a deficiency for them. This state of maturity and ripeness had come to Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, the Prophet of God before. But he never quit performing the prayer until the end of his life. I ask to the one who says, Yes, this state of pleasantness has come to the Prophet too, that, then, why don't you obey the great Prophet? Why don't you follow that great, unique, terrifying and graceful prophet's footsteps? The community is not interested in the words of salvation and good news. They prefer to hear about the ones that shall deserve hell. They don't like the good sayings about salvation. However, salvation is possible with righteousness. Despite all we have said, as long as the disciple and the passenger of the path of God does not mature, he cannot get rid of complying with his desires. It is improper for him to be far from his master's eye. Because a cold breath that he may hear from someone else cools his heart immediately. But once the disciple matures, he doesn't get harmed even if he falls apart from his master. It is commanded that commemorate God on long nights. It means the curtain that forms between the master and the disciple means the night. Now that the dark has come, it is essential that you commemorate seriously during those times and try very hard to lift the curtain. Whenever it gets darker and the master seems ugly to you, Try harder to approach him. Don't grieve, don't worry, and don't despair. After the dark and the long nights, start the days of light. Most of the ones who deserve hell are from those philosophers and scholars because their vigilance and intelligence have become a curtain for them. Ten dreams grow out of each dream of theirs. Like the people of Yejuj, they either say that there is no way, or they say that the way is far away. Yes, the way is far away, but once you start to walk, the distance does not seem far with joy and enthusiasm. It is commanded that the heaven is surrounded with badness. There are thorns all around the garden of heaven. but. When the lover hears from the beloved, that thorn, patch, 
seems nice. The hell starts to smell like rose and basil. Divine inspiration had always reached the prophet directly via heart or via Gabriel. But it reaches the saints only by heart. During revelation, the prophet had commanded, Neither a prophet with a divine book nor one of the greatest angels may come in between. I cannot see myself in your heart like I used to before. Let's pray that God may make me lo look lovely in your heart. And let's advise the fellows that they should pray for it. This will be our duty from now on. When preaching is not possible, let's raise our hands to pray. Were you not commanded in the Surah Maryam, peace will be upon you. I will ask forgiveness for you of my Lord. I asked you. I ordered. Why didn't you do it? You replied. I told you my excuse. I did not accept that excuse. A voice from inside said to me, If you had done what I told you, you would have gotten rid of the suffering. Though you would have liked it, if we have rescued you from the pains in this realm. But how could we help you go to the other world with joy and enthusiasm tomorrow? There, everyone stands at the door with his own grief. The master was saying in his discourse, What are these advices? He speaks many words from the podium, but he doesn't give any advice to his ego. Why doesn't he tell these to his children? If he did, they wouldn't be like that. Why doesn't he ever say something to his wife? Being a master needs sacrifice. He should point towards intercession of the people of God in the discourses. Only then would a stone even be affected by the words of the master. What if they said to the doctor, You treated that patient, but why didn't you treat your father and your son who died? They said to Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, Why couldn't you take your uncle Abu Lahab out of that dungeon of perversity? He commanded, There are such illnesses that have no cure. It is poor ignorance for a doctor to struggle with such a patient. There are such illnesses that accept treatment and cure. Neglecting that patient is mercilessness in that case. A farmer was trying to plant something in a distant land. They said to him, Why don't you plant in the land next to your house? He said, This land is barren. Crop is not worth planting here. If you don't like my words today, avoid that state. Respect my words so that you are respected and so that you strengthen the values of belief and creed which you claim you have. So you will have witnessed yours and your father's opinions. The services you have made and the respect you have shown previously were of your blindness. You were misleading others. Contrarily, you were misbehaving. You were discrediting me. Thus, you have discredited yourself as well. You were witnessing your blindness and laziness 
which is a result of humiliation. End of part. Page 186. Part 12. Page 187. It is not possible to see the Master unless He wills. You can neither see Him in your dream nor when you are awake. Finally, you are left with a rotten hope, a sapless hope that is away from all the things to be hoped. This hopelessness is caused by the Master's diminishing mercy for him. Shame on him. Only the Surah Yasin may help him. That means he likes his Master's group with him, his speech with hypocrisy, and he takes pleasure in his soft and sweet words. However, he doesn't understand that fear should come right at that point. But there's no fear in the Sultan's wrathful and severe speech at him. If he speaks like that, it is a style that fits the Sultan's. The man who had an immoral brother has a strange story. Every day, he was caught doing something wicked and he was forced to ride his brother's donkey on the reverse side. Then he was going all around the city. Finally, his brother couldn't stand it anymore and said, Oh brother, since you persevere by doing wicked things, it is essential that we buy a donkey for you. As long as every matter has a certain time, you don't get any benefit from the friend's love. One day, a hopeless dervish had remembered his old hopes and cried a lot. He fell asleep with a brick under his head. In his sleep, he had attained his desires. He woke up immediately, kissed the brick with respect, and he started to take it everywhere he went. He took it with him to the mosque, to the lavatory, to the bath, to the countryside, to the whirling ceremony, to the bazaar, and he never left the brick anywhere. He would keep it with him all day long. They asked him, Why don't you leave it? The dervish replied, This will be with me in the grave too, because I have lost something. I was desperate for years. Again, I had gained my hopes, but then again, I fell into despair. Hundreds and thousands of times I struggled with this indecision. One day, I put my head on this brick, and I found what I was looking for. Just as Hazrat Prophet had commanded, whoever has something that brings luck to him shall keep it with him all the time. One day, during a war, a warrior wrestler came forward from the polytheist side. The Muslims did not want to stand up to him. No one had the courage. They asked, What is the reason? Just as it was commanded in the verse, Where are the bodyguards of Islam? that are like sturdy walls, the ones who wish to die, the bouncers. Where are those bodyguards that look for an honorable death, just like poets look for the rhymes, patients that look for the medicine, the prisoner looks for the freedom, and the children at school look for the holiday? What is the reason of this fear and timidity? Who are they afraid of? They replied, the reason is not fear, but that wrestler is the son of Abu Bakr. 
it is because the Muslim war veterans feel ashamed of competing against him. When Abu Bakr heard this, he was sitting with Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, on the throne. They asked why there was so much noise. They said, Your son must have attacked. Abu Bakr leaped up and walked towards his son. When his son saw his father's face, he fell back. So Hazrat Abu Bakr turned back. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, put his holy hand on Abu Bakr's shoulder and commanded, O Siddiq, in parentheses, eminently truthful, the title bestowed on Abu Bakr by the Prophet. Hide your ego for us. This means your ego has no worth for you, but it is precious for us. Protect it for us. Never get into the holy wars. Never stop our discourse. Holy war is obligatory for other believers, but it is a sin for Abu Bakr. They take the money to a currency exchanger and they say, if there is a fake coin, separate it. But if the currency exchanger is a lover, and if he is a fellow to that person or his servant, he can't recognize the fake coin. He doesn't see a difference. They say, the lover's eye is blind, his ear is deaf. I run non-stop to reach the friend. My life is ending. I am still asleep. Let's say I finally united with my lover. How can I find those days that have passed? The path that goes towards the truth is within one of these possibilities. It is either a path of developing your inner realm, which the prophets and the saints have traveled by, or it is a path of education of knowledge. This path is a path of dissolution and struggle with the devil that means striving against ignorance and cleansing your insight from evil. Where is the place of those that don't choose one of these paths, other than the hell? The prophets calling their community to the path of God say, O stranger, as per your image, you are a part of me. Why are you not aware of it? O my part, come. Don't live unaware of the whole. Understand this and approach me. Know me. He said, Show yourself to me. And he got a reply from God in his own language. You will not be able to see me. If you want to see me with your bodily eyes, you can never see me. Because you are choked from already seeing me. Why do you ask me? Appear to me and let me look at you. After God told Moses that he wouldn't see him, he said, Look at the mountain. That mountain was the ego of Moses, and God called it mountain due to its greatness and constant persistence. This means that if you look at your own ego, you will see me. This is a similar saying, The one who knows himself knows God. Just as Moses looked at himself, he saw God. When he reflected off of him, Moses was scattered, he became nothing. The sleep of the man of God is not sleep. Maybe it is vigilance itself. Because there are such things that are not shown 
when he is awake. It is only shown in his dream to give him more power, since he is slender and weak. When that man becomes a perfect human being, he starts seeing without the curtain. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, commanded, Oh, I miss my brothers. His companions said, O oh, the messenger of God, do you miss us? He commanded, No, you are my companion. They said, But your brothers are the previous prophets, and they have passed through. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, No, I don't mean those brothers, but I miss those delicate servants that will come after me. I was growing up, but I had not blossomed yet. With this love of mine, I was not eating anything for thirty or forty days. Always think of who you are. Which ore am I from? Why did I come? Where am I going? Where is my origin? Where am I now? Where should I turn my face to? Think of these questions. Talking about someone who is not present there is gossiping. Talking about the one whom you stand before is strange. Now, the one who invocates God is not out of that state. He is either apparent or unseen. If he is unseen, then the one who memorizes him will have gossip. If he is apparent, it will be considered strangeness. A man had died. They brought a mourner. He asked, Tell me about the skills of the deceased. Did he know? They said no. He said, Did he pray? They said no. The mourner turned his face to Qibla and asked again, Was he watching and protecting the poor? They said no. Eventually, he could not get any other answer. He could not find any sign re regarding his questions. He started to mourn, saying, Oh, poor, confused man. One day, the dervishes could not whirl properly at the lodge. Their master said, Be careful, there is a stranger among our dervishes. They looked around and said, No, there is no stranger. The master repeated, Then check the shoes. This time they said, Yes, there are a pair of foreign shoes. He said, then throw them out. They threw the shoes out. The whirling ceremony came into order again. God is independent of time. God doesn't die. What's the place of time? Yes, the truth does not die as time goes on. But you are a being that carries a name that actually doesn't exist. Did that name come to you from you? I am he whom I love, and he whom I love is I. We are as two souls in one body. What suits me is to protect the fellowship and brotherhood in our lives in every way. Otherwise, I don't like relations like discipleship and sainthood. They say, neither the apprentice nor the mastery is welcome. Someone who wants to say something to us shall be like us. He should say it clearly. 
They narrate from Hazrat Ali, He has commanded. We were at Garden of Heaven, in parentheses Cemetery of Al-Baqi, to perform a funeral prayer. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, came and said, There is no man or a woman for whom God has not written about. His or her destination will be heaven or hell. Someone asked, Can we change this destiny? He commanded, Work for good deeds. Everyone eases the work he is created for. The ones who are created for heaven make the men of heaven's work easy. The ones who are created for hell make the men of hell's work easy. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, then read this verse from the Surah Al-Layl. As for he who gives and fears God and believes in the best reward, he will ease him toward ease. When he was leaving, he said, He is such a beautiful man that even though he has a defect, he likes joking. So God makes him smile seventy times a day. Look at me with such a beautiful eye that I shall not make you bored. Always see me as fresh and new, because I never get old. You also don't get old. If you have a feeling of oldness in your sight, this is a warning for you to correct your feeling by thinking of the reason for it. Look for the defect in yourself by saying, What happened if I made friends from those with desires and pleasures? Visit me often means, Come, see the truth in me immediately. This visit is good and beneficial for you. Renew yourself. I am brand new. Prove yourself. Look, I am steady and decided. If you don't think I am perseverant, it is your instability. May God give you a long life. If you say God exists and try to prove his existence, what is the use of this on God's existence? Try to exist yourself so that the angels praise you all night long. Let them say, God has realized his existence for you. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, had said, Happy is the one who saw me. What a happy man he is that he saw the one who saw me. If he says this a hundred times, it is in place. Whoever sees himself like I see him, then he becomes like me. This man speaks many words, but he pays attention to the meanings. He does not get confused. Whatever the beginning of the speech is, the end is the same. If he keeps his wine in a barrel, its temperament becomes stronger. If you could understand the word, you would become flustered and ruined. Because you see me, and I see Rumi. You come to such a state that, when you see Rumi, you say, Lucky is the one to see me. Maybe I have said this a hundred times. I don't have the strength to see Rumi. Rumi says the same thing for me. According to me, 
Fellowship is to kill your ego after seeing Rumi, so that they shall say, We couldn't see him anymore, he is dead. Almighty God commands to the satisfied ego in the Surah Al-Fajr, O reassured soul, return to your Lord, well pleased and pleasing to him, and enter among my righteous servants. After this, he commanded, and enter my paradise, to strengthen his complement. Maybe some say there was no need for this. The reassured ego is more valuable and precious than blaming the self. Just like God has gathered all the angels. It was impossible for them to object to that order. So, the inspiration that we place in someone's heart is placed by God. Someone said, I want to make dhikr. He commanded, Let no one separate you from God that you make dhikr for. Then the dhikr becomes the dhikr of heart. If it is said only by the tongue, it is missing. Bayezid Bistami's dhikr was by heart. He did not want to say it with his tongue, because he was drunken in spirituality. He was saying, Exalt me, how great is my glory. He could not have obeyed Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, for he was drunk. Bayezid was so drunk that it was impossible for him to obey the sober. His saying, Exalt me, is big news. When the light of Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, comes into a heart, it burns both you and the master that you believe in. The ore scatters light. It enlightens every direction. Who are you to be like that graceful man from Mecca? If someone sees the light and then loses it again, he doesn't deny it. He catches its possibility. He says, this is a memory. This is a remembrance of harmony. Can anyone be superior to Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him? He separates the moon in the sky into two. It is commanded that there is no priesthood in religion. This does not mean that you should be in the society all the time. Watch the public from far away, but speak of God to them. Speak nicely and loudly. Dispute is the comparison of different words and ideas. If someone is lying, there is no need to discuss that. If all of his words are true, then again there should be no discussion since there is no inconvenience and conflict. You just say, this is always true, and never claim the opposite. Either true or false, there is no benefit in a discussion for you. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, asked Gabriel, What is the degree of Omar for God? Gabriel answered, If I had a lifetime of four times as Prophet Noah's, and I started to tell you about his virtues, I still wouldn't have finished. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, asked again, How about Abu Bakr? Gabriel replied, Omar, is just an example of one of the good manners of Abu Bakr. He said, 
That man has a good state. I wish I was like him too. I said to him, If you claim that you are my friend, don't you feel ashamed of saying these words to my face? If someone believes that he can educate the community by knowledge, he is an unwary man who knows nothing. Such a man has no authority and no knowledge about anything. Maybe if he believes this from love perspective, it means he has wisdom. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, would continue to perform prayer until his souls were swollen. He was getting out of this world when he was in that state. He was disengaged so much that even if loads of wheat or a hundred camels were stolen, he wouldn't notice. If you say a wrong word or do something wrong, you see the face of your master differently. He starts to seem ugly to you. Then there is no other solution than praying and begging for good deeds until midnight, hidden from people. You say, My God, rescue me from this state. Take the curtains in front of my eyes, away from me. Finally, you get the peaceful state you were wishing for, because that state was a curtain that seemed like another color. You say, saints of God have signs. Don't you know the sign of saints in their essence? When the saints become incapable, either they get enlightened in their hearts due to their weakness, or they prostrate because of their incapability. If they listen to me like this, I mean, if they just discuss and talk interactively with me, they don't understand anything from the words of the Master, from the sacred sayings of the Prophet, or from the Quran. There is no possibility that they become satisfied from my discourse. But if they choose to benefit from me, or get enlightened in the heart, the only way is supplicating. This will be useful for them. One day, Hazrat Omar was reading a section of the Torah. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, took the book from him and commanded, Leave this. If its owner, who is Moses that it has come for, was alive, he would be trading in my footsteps. If someone knows me well, his winter turns into summer. Whoever behaves truly and honestly to me, well-being and warmth finds him. He becomes much stronger than me. Finally, he starts realizing things that I can't realize. Live in the society, but when you are alone, be in seclusion with God, stay alone. But don't forget that the Prophet has commanded, there is no priesthood in Islam. This is an advice that prohibits priesthood in a way. When Rumi does not make a fervent speech, they love him again. But they say, he does not have the vivacity of fluency. But when he starts to speak in a more feverish way, then they understand his real value and they all fall in love with the sweetness in his words. They love him. They know he becomes like that when he is enlightened by me.
if you want to see Moses when you are sitting next to Hazrat Muhammad, you get mistaken. It is same for Jesus. He had haunted the biggest. If you read the Torah and wished for Hazrat Muhammad, you would see that Moses had said a thousand times, O oh God, I wish you had not given me the prophecy or given me time to sit and wait to see his appearance. So, come on then. Let us sit with our sultan together and bellow for six months. Let me say, may Almighty God give Rumi a long life. And you say, Amen. May God bless him and us. May God give us all long lives. Amen. Hazrat Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, O God, we could not be proper servants while serving and worshipping. This is not worthy of your greatness. However, Bayezid Bistami praised himself. I compliment myself. My glory is great. There is only one truth in each era. However, the real servant of a master is the one who always unites with him. The others are the ones who come with the wind and are scattered like dust. But you don't get upset. Be that unique friend. Where is that man of truth who can choose the good and the bad from this mud of pleasures? He does not move his lips even if you pull off his mustache. He is worth talking to. His words are said among the public as, These are that man's words. They benefit from him. They find the right path with him many times. There is a smell of the realm of God in his words. There is no doubt that the breath of such an essence is the breath of heaven. Maybe it is the breath of God. If you wish, you may call him as one of the wisest men in society. O oh, brothers who are close to God, show respect to these saints. End of part, page 198